I'm Ron. And I'm Jay. And you're tuning into another Boomshock ENT podcast. All right, Jay, so we got a couple of topics today. We're going to jump into those soon. But I do want to start off with another dream sequence that I had. All right. So, of course, we talk like the podcast are going to be heavily involved with like like zombie apocalypse stuff gaming and you know in regards to all that it's just it's a popular topic like in general okay yeah true. but but in this particular dream which is why it's probably coursing through my dreams um is so i had like this like this kind of like resident resident evil progression type of dream because mm. i've played so many of the resident evil franchises like I feel like I they all have the same model, for the most part, except for like seven, which is almost completely different. But okay. that's but it's first person, so that's like that's another story entirely. But so so in the beginning of the dream, we're like on the top floor of like like this office building, right? So of course, whether it's a mansion or office building or something like that, there's something that's going to be serving as a front right right for whatever operations umbrella has and then of course that's gonna go awry because whatever's at the bottom of the facility the virus wise it's all translating to the top but the weaker things are going to be towards the top it's going to be basically people that have been infected so i'm in a group of like five people right so i think i have like a standard handgun everybody has weapons right um and somehow we all got militarized in that regard. But, like, I think I was, like, a Leon type of character, of course, because I'm a Leon fanboy. So, but then there was, like, one other, like, like police officer slash, like, military-grade person. And then, like, everybody else was, like, like, workers that survived or something. And we're pretty much, like, going through the facility. Right. So on the first, like, level, like... I was just walking through. I was like, "All right, guys, we got zombies up here. All right, I shoot, shoot first, think later. Shoot headshots. I'm like these guys, they're not human anymore. We got to make it to the bottom of the facility because there's no way back out the front. Like the, it's been locked down. There's the only way out is via um, like like train because there's always like a train or some sort of transport like boat something, uh, you know, where it's been quarantined out." And right. you can escape the facility safely because they don't want the virus to get out. So we're making our way through. Pretty much everybody makes it through the first stage, right? The first, I say stage, but first level of the facility. So we get to this door, this standard door, like, you know, it's not like like super access code anything like that. So we get to the next level. And so the next level, uh, they're, they were doing like experiments on like, like dogs and things like that, right? So... Like one of the workers, they were like, we didn't know this was down here. It was just like dogs, you know, like um, she was like, we didn't have animals here. You know, I was like, well, apparently you did. <laughs> I was like, because I can hear them in there. Like the, those are clearly <laughs> infected zombie dogs or cerebrus. And so she's like, well, what do we do? I was like, well, all right, I'll tell you what, everybody take out your shotguns. And because everybody just has shotguns now. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, take out your shotguns. Dream logic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so and. um and, you know, conserve your ammo, get one good solid shot, whatever. So we're running through and, like, everybody's kind of doing decently. I was like, all right, fire, here they come. So, like, I shoot the first dog. The army guy shoots another one. 
and somebody gets hit, you know, get hit, you know, gets hit. Oh, you know, they're like, oh my god, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, they got such and such. I was like, all right, everybody, just keep moving, just keep moving. So, so we make it through. I was like, oh, you know, it's like it's unfortunate that we lost them, but we got to keep moving, right? Like. <laughs> all right, so all right, yeah. So so all right, Mr. Protagonist. Yeah, right. So I was like, all right, keep on pushing through, because all right, Leon, right. Um, so the next floor, I'm like, all right, there's a good chance, you know. So we get to another door. Now we're getting to like key Cody door, fingerprint type ish right. door, right? So we found like a key card on somebody like on that floor, and we were able to scan through and get to the next level. And so I'm like, ah, oh, darn you, umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right? Like the whole. So I was like, all right. And I heard these little sticky feet sounds. And I was like, I was like, there's a certain type of BOW on this floor that we need to watch out for. And I was like, basically, how's everybody doing on shotgun ammo? And it was like, well, I'm getting kind of low. I've got my assault rifle, the armor guy or whatever. Okay. And so he was like, I'll leave. And I was like, no, wait a minute. We should wait a second. Because I'm like, I'm not sure what type of BOW this is. And so he was like, look, man. What made you the authority on this? I was like, hey, I've survived something like this before. And they're like, stop <laughs> arguing, right? Full movie, whatever. And so he's like, no. So he just start, like he he storms out. So he's like, no, it's an assault rifle. He's like, yeah. So he takes down one of the, the hunters. So it's basically the hunter class, which are like these frog-like bipedal creatures. Right. So I was like, I was like, all right, he took one down. So I was like, well, might as well follow up behind him because we have no choice at this point. And so he's like, yeah, I got him, man. I was like, what were you worried about? And I'm like, you know, all this whole meta, macho bravado type of stuff. And all of a sudden, this one more, like, hunter comes out of nowhere and just cuts, like, his head off, like, smooth head off. I was like, yeah. And he's, and so then it's coming. So I was like, oh, no. And so one of the actual other survivors that's just, like, you know, office worker actually gets, like, a clean shot and shoots it, like, in the shoulder. And so we're like, no, just run, run, preserve your ammo. And so... I think one more person got caught, like, right as we're coming down. So, I think that leaves us with, like, uh, yeah, pretty much we were down to the last two. It was just me and, like, this other survivor, uh, you know, this this woman. And so, the last floor, we were basically in Umbrella's, like, like last part of the facility. And the the uh, emergency evacuation, like, self-destruct thing was going off. So, I was like, there was somebody else here. You know, somebody set off the self-destruct sequence boom 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 and so all of a sudden we just hear this crash and we hear a yell in another room and i was like you know what could that you know have been i was like well don't worry about it there's a train door over here we're gonna go to the train door and sure enough we come to the train door and right as i'm like we're passing through it i get shoulder charged from a tyrant you know seven foot seven that's an understatement. Yeah, well, well, seven. I he was between that seven and ten foot mark that they always have. Right. And um, so, like, he just shoulder charges me, and I hit the wall. Of course, you know, anime style. Oh, right. And so I was like, run, run, you know, whatever. And so um, it's you know, self destruct sequence has been activated. So I was like, get the train active. I'll meet you wherever, wherever. And so, you know, I'm basically fighting this guy, you know, like this, this monster all the way through the facility. He's chasing me like up these stairs into like these test tubes, things like that. And so like there's a special weapon, of course, to kill them. And so, so, so I'm trying to make my way to it and I realize I have a grenade on me. So like he hits me and I drop the grenade as he hits me. So it blows up and I'm like, all right, that should buy me some time. 
And then, like, he literally rises from the smoke on fire, and it just looks like he's pissed off. And I was like, please, you know, like, I'm trying to get this thing to open. And the weapon finally opens, and he's about to, like, impale me with this claw that he has. Right. And I'm able to fire the weapon. I, like, like I'm like, you know, get up all tired, or you know, whatever, like, and run out the facility. The train is moving, kind of like an RA2, and hop the train. And that was pretty much my survival story for that particular dream so i had like complete control and it was it was pretty stellar pretty stellar well alternate universe run is pretty cool <laughs> yeah oh yeah wait what about this universe <laughs> pretty capable what about oh, this about universe how dare you but yeah well right. i know i know so so we're gonna start with the because we're gonna talk about demon slayer 2 and your thoughts but I don't know. It should be a lot of Dragon Ball Z fans in general. If you're not familiar, I mean, Dragon Ball Z is popular culture. It's almost like yeah, it's a freaking uh, phenomenon. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's almost Justice League, you know, Avengers. Like it should be a you know that sort of uh, you know pop in that sort of popular range. But as we all know, Frieza was the bane of the Saiyans existence. And your question to me was. It was more of a rhetorical question, but like you still presented this question. <laughs> so, so your question was: Is Frieza racist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely genocidal uh, in that regard. Uh, the basis of fear, the true definition of an oppressor. Okay, they even tried to cover it and say he was. I think it was just bad writing, but. They tried to say that, I think that was King Kai's way of trying to keep Goku away from Frieza or something. Mm -hmm. But he said, the Saiyans were so evil that the guardian of that planet destroyed it. And I, I don't know if that's just English dub or what, but... I don't um, think I've ever heard that dub. It was, it was, <laughs> it was like, yeah, the guard, like, no, there's a whole visual for it. Like, it's like a dude in a cape, he looks kind of like Kami-ish. Like, like, you can't see his face, but you can see him like in a robe. He's basically like Kami of Earth. And I was like, okay. And then later you find out it's like, no, it's a slave trading man who, or <laughs> being alien tyrant, who feared the rise of the people. No, he, he was slave trading. No, he was like planet trading or something. Like he would take over planets and enslave the people and take. I thought he just blew him up. I thought he blew him up. He would, and if he decided I'm sure, to keep I'm it, sure. it would turn into one of his planets. What, what were the Saiyans? Well, he just went up and was like, yo, if you don't do what I want you to do, then I'll blow it up. I mean, they were like, all right, bet. Like, right. So was basically, like, that the, was an ultimatum. It was no, like. No, that, that's the definition of slavery. Like, like, uh, okay, like I'll, okay, right? Like, right. like, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to kill you. Like, yeah. Like, or right, kill your family. Or, or, like, it's like, like, you were forced. It was forced labor. Like, Vegeta was even said, we were forced to do his bidding, you know. Yeah. And Frieza shot him through the chest in front of. The last survivors. Well, I want to point out that bad guys killing bad guys is always something that people turn a blind eye to anyway. So it's kind of just like... But he was like the anti-hero at that point. Like, Vegeta was like... Chain like, we figured The anti-hero. Well, yeah, or... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he was... His sole purpose in helping them was for immortality. He did not care about them. Well, I mean, like, well, you saw, like, the development coming. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah of like, course, by like, all means. Yeah, so it was like... You know, that was around the corner. So the answer to your question in regards to is Freezer racist? Yes. I mean, yes. I, yeah. 
I mean, even his his terminology. You now, granted, the Sands had tails, and you know that was like a part of their whatever. But if you compare that to, you yeah, know, we're, we're not gonna do that. I know yeah, where you're going with that. We're not gonna yeah, compare. But, you, yeah. <laughs> but you can just say the terminology. But yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he was he, he considered them less than like animals. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like if that's the way you respond to the people that you know that serve serve under you, you know, he. He's the very definition of a <laughs> genocidal maniac, and uh, yeah, but so so you also mentioned though like who should they make canon, yeah. and in regards to Frieza, I think that Cooler would be a cool addition. Like I I don't know how easy it would be to introduce. I mean Broly showed up, and I mean Frieza. I know he had a pretty interesting relationship with his father, mm-hmm. um, but. I think if Cooler were introduced, he would have to be introduced, like, I feel like he would be cool if he were, like, training his entire life or something, mm-hmm. and he was, like, godlike himself. Because, like, when Frieza became Golden Frieza... After six months. After six months. After, like... Get like, out of like, here, like, 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 but that's the thing. Like, I'm like, I'm like, they could be Jiren level. Like, if they truly, like, I feel like if they wrote it that way... I, I feel that, like, Cooler would be a really cool addition. And to have, like, a different mindset than Frieza, like, not maybe not necessarily slave trading-ish or anything like that. And while, I mean, while it wasn't all necessarily slave trading, like, I'm sure there were planets that, like, you know, Frieza enslaved and had them do work kind of like the Saiyans. You know, maybe some were more technologically advanced and, like, we need you to do this, you know, for... You know, our scouters and things like that. And, of course, you had your warrior planets or people, you know. Like, he, he had the Frieza Force, things like that. Um, but I guess the Sands were the biggest threat as far as, you know, they were, you know, growing. But I digress from that. But I think Cooler, as far as being canon, um, I, I, would, I would like to see him be more of, like, a fighter. And have, like, some sort of group himself. But, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess he would still be... That'd be a little hard to... I mean, I, it wouldn't be hard, because, you know, you can write whatever you want to write in yeah. the story. But I feel like it would be a little off-putting to make him canon all of us. Okay, so like the way they did with Broly, right? Yeah. Is you That was an easy story that you could have put in. He was off with his uh, with his dad and all that. Yeah. Like, just pretty much kind of like the original story. Yeah. Uh, you saw how they, they pulled that off. Because it goes with Frieza's character. It goes with King Vegeta's character. Yeah. It makes sense. They were, they were so far off in the story. Right. Um, like by their own, you know, I guess arcs, whatever, mm-hmm. that it made sense bringing them in. Like it didn't conflict with anything. I feel like cooler at this point. Somebody at some point would have mentioned him. You see what I'm saying? Well, well, yeah, because I the, there's that because yeah, there was no mention of. But that's what I'm saying with Frieza. I mean, he he might not even really have a relation with his brother. You know what I mean? Like, and he's that kind of type of character where it's like oh yeah i have a brother oh yeah like right um but because like moro for instance they just added moro right into this thing and it's like how did no one speak of moro like right. moro essentially is more powerful than boo and no one i mean he was the first person to fight the um was it the the grand not grand kai but uh supreme kai of that right. time right who uh was absorbed by fat boo so it's like Maybe. There was no mention of this cat, and like that guy's powers because he had like magical prowess yeah. was able to seal him. So it's like, 
Mm, you yeah, know, maybe Universe Seven was supposed to get erased because Beerus ain't doing none of his. That's job. what I'm saying, right? I'm like, so it's like the writing is getting very complicated in that regard. But I think it, they could possibly do something interesting with him. I would say that I would make him so extreme, like a Jiren extreme, to where he is somehow um, borderlining Beerus as far as power, like, like, like being Dangner on part because. Really, when you think about Frieza training for six months and being on yeah. Goku's level, those Frost Which gods... Which is ridiculous yes. on the writers. Right. The and I'm like, if you're a Frost demon, like maybe that particular race of things, like like I know there's angels. I don't know if they'll... That would, that would be kind of... Because like that's whatever. But, it's, but I think they could write him in some way somehow. Because um, I thought it was interesting when they fought Universe... Was it six, five, or five or six? What whatever universe that kind of rivaled theirs, there was um, Frost, right? Yeah, that was um, six. and uh, they kind of made him seem like he was a good guy at first, mm-hmm. which I kind of thought would be cool. Like if Goku was able to kind of see him as like a rival or something, and he was training, and he was like, "Whoa!" Like you know, this dude, because like Goku was like, you know, Freeze, you would actually make a decent sparring partner, right. boom, 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 if you weren't so evil, right? So I think I think there's ways to do it, um, but I, I think if they did do one, I, I would like to see that become canon. But I can see that. Uh, I still think it would be hard to write it in because you have to remember at this point you've had the Namek saga, which mm-hmm. was a majority Frieza. Mm-hmm. All right, you had him coming back to Earth, the whole Trunks thing, uh, and his dad mm-hmm. putting them back together, bringing them there. You had him being revived in the Revival F and the entire movie. Mm-hmm. You had uh, him come for the Tournament of Power right. and fighting that. Um, he's now officially alive again. Right. Which, by the way, can I just say, he is getting the most love of all the villains <laughs> well, <laughs> in Frieza, Dragon Ball. <laughs> well, I think, Frieza, I think Frieza was the best villain. I, I don't, out of all the other ones, one, his story connected to the Saiyan, so... There, they were able to get redemption because, like I said, Frieza was originally supposed to be the yeah, he was the supposed to be the end, yeah. you know. So, and then they just kept writing like they're doing super now. Um, but like, I mean, Frieza was was ruthless, they had a reason to avenge themselves. Um, he was the first person to really bring out the thing he was trying to fight against the Super Saiyan, right? Right, um, that was able to come to fruition, and you know, I think, I think that was. I mean, Frieza's character, too, from the voice actors, Japanese and English, you know, there was just something about Frieza that was so tyrannical. Like, there was a true motivation behind it. There was, like, there was like a spirit behind it that that really brought out the series. I think it was some of the best writing. You know, on there. that thought. Piccolo, Piccolo, too. Piccolo was able to go find his roots as well on Namek. So, and Piccolo had been a substantial yeah, character. Yeah, was a lot of... Yeah. Right and Kami, Kami too, right? Because Kami had never, Kami didn't remember Namek, um. So, so for him, Piccolo's right because he had already existed a few centuries on Earth. Yeah, like, right. Like he had, yeah. he, he he like made it to Earth, um. And I don't remember it specifically, but like I, he hadn't really got to experience that. So when you move on to the next arc, which is the the androids. You know, when you look at the villains of the Android saga, I mean, yeah, I mean, Doctor Zero, it's like, it's like all of a sudden, these guys. Now, granted, you were able to f- figure out their battles on Earth, 
and really that was just up until really the Saiyan saga. Yeah. And, you know, I know that they... Landed. I, yeah, but I, I think they mentioned that they might have gotten Frieza's data when Trunks showed up. If I'm not mistaken, right. he was able to incorporate yeah. that. I think they said that. Um, but, I mean... But even then, it's like... It's like, how do you match these powers without training? Like, like you're tech- that technologically advanced. Like, you literally grab teenagers and well, manipulate you can try them. to bring logic in like that because Capsule Core is like the geniuses of everything everywhere yeah but <laughs> but but like as and he was a colleague of Bulma's. but when you but when you think of krillin and tn like even your most powerful humans who trained for i don't know how long and still are training right and you just put mech mechanical devices into these two regular people you know android 17 and 18 and yourself and like i said you don't even really have their vegeta said that you don't have our battles that happen in space right so all of a sudden, these guys are just this powerful. And granted, I know Doctor Zero wanted revenge on Goku, and but I say he held that grudge for a hot minute. for sure. You know, <laughs> but like Goku was like how old at that point? Yeah, oh my God, you know. But it's like it still wasn't as deep rooted. Like there wasn't there wasn't that sort of connection that him and you know. I mean, Goku lost his father and his entire race. Like he didn't get to be his father. You know, Vegeta lost his father and. You know, lost an entire race, and and you know there was just something about that, that you know that redemption story there, and then of course Cell was a product of Doctor Jiro as well, who is going to be carrying that out, and I wouldn't really say Cell was ruthless, right? Because I mean his character, like granted he had the sand cells in him too, and that made him more combative. Like right. I want to test my abilities, right? Um, so it didn't seem like there was a sense of urgency. There wasn't really a sense of urgency like there was with Frieza, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Cell did some destructive I mean, there things. Was, there was some slight urgency because remember, like Piccolo was like, "Oh, we gotta stop Cell because they were worried about the androids at the time." And then yeah. he got told, I think it was by Kami, it was like, "Yo, now we got another threat, dog. Like, go check this out." Yeah. So he fused with him, went after him, got mad because he he got hit with a solar flare. He's like, "Well, now I don't know if I'm gonna be able to be strong enough yeah. by the time he absorbs whoever." Yeah. Uh, to stop him so like there was slight urgency obviously they wanted to stop the androids from killing Goku so they yeah. took him but I think but Cell's goals were different his thing was more about becoming complete yeah while versus Frieza was I want to become immortal and continue to yeah and you know control the galaxy like Cell they just basically made him out to be this you know just this guy who's on the quest of becoming perfect right and you know Gohan kind of had his his uh, you know up and coming there where he became Super Saiyan 2 and that and that kind of ended but you know you know as far as like being a villain it didn't have as much impact on me and you know then you you move to like the Boo arc as well and you know I mean Boo had some interesting forms and things like that um, I, to me Boo's saga was the weakest okay as a kid or I don't even say as a kid just growing for the longest kid Boo not any other iteration. Kid mm-hmm. Boo was the best villain to me of all of them. I'm talking about Mercenary Tao. I'm talking about, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Demon King Pickle. I'm talking about all of them, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the order of the big three, you know who the big three are. Boo, Cell, and Frieza, because that's mm-hmm. uh, the people that like watch Z and only Z. Mm-hmm. That's what they know about, right? Kid Boo to me, was evil incarnate. Like, there was no reasoning with him. 
there was no, you know, there's nothing to talk about. Like, he's coming to do whatever he's going to do. Right. Are you going to stop him? Almost, or are you going to keep it moving? Almost like his own version of a god of destruction. But anyway. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, I was like, I, I love this dude because there's no reasoning. Like, you have to fight or you have to get about it. Yeah. There's not going to be any negotiations. There's no, oh, I'd like to train with you or spar with you. He's like, nah, bro. Like, I'm here to do what I'm about to do. Right. What's happening? Right? Now, I like that for the longest because to me, in my mind growing up, I was like, that's that's the definition of a villain. It's kind of like Doomsday from DC. Okay. Right? He's like, there's no reasoning. I'm coming here. I'm doing what I'm going to do. Whoever's in my way, congratulations. You're about to catch these hands. Right? But as I got older, and I think it's because it's also Frieza got more development than right. Boo did. At, for at, sure. At, at a certain point that it was like, all right. I kind of leaned more towards his character. Now Freeze is one of my favorite, but he's gotten so much more development than other villains that it's right. like it's not kind of not even close. And the reason I like Freeze more is because even though Boo was like the guy that, that was just like, there's no reasoning with me, Freeze is the exact same way, right. but because he chooses to be. Right. It has nothing to do with you know, he just doesn't comprehend. Oh, yeah, no, or... he's, he's conniving. He's, <laughs> he's he, you know, tricky, like, even, you know, oh, yeah, let's work together, and then he'll shoot you right in the back, you know, like, like, and that's just, you know, who his character is, and it's like, I, you know, even when they decided to do Resurrection F, I thought it was a good choice, because I'm like, Cell's motivations weren't really strong enough. Boo literally was just there to destroy, yeah. and Freeze is still on a vengeance turn, and it's like, well, who can we give a power of and and Frieza was pretty much a prodigy. He's like, you know, I never trained, so it was good, you know, whatever. You're like, well, what if Frieza trained? Boom, and then there you have it. Now, granted, came back too soon and got cocky and didn't realize, yeah, you know, and Goku and then found that fault. But um, yeah, so and also I, kudos to the Saiyans, though, like because in the movie, obviously, you can talk about technicalities all day when it comes to anime or anything fantasy related, yeah. but. Props to Goku because you got to remember this is a Frieza that has trained, right? Yeah. No matter how ridiculous you think the six month thing is, whatever, mm -hmm. he trained to a point that him starting in what's a legitimately his first form, because even though he made the other forms to control his power and all that, mm -hmm. that's legitimately like the form. Yeah. That's what he is, right? He's staying in that. He didn't go free like golden or anything. Goku's fighting him in base. Right. Yeah, it took Goku a lot longer to get to that point or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're sitting there throwing hands in base. And yeah. I think Goku even had the upper hand at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, you see how far he came. Obviously, protagonist powers, you know. But the man's been through some stuff. It's been some sagas since yeah. he's even seen Frieza last. Yeah. Probably forgot dude. He didn't forget dude existed. But you know what I mean. Right, for sure. Um, And we're talking about, and then later on in the movie... Or a series, depending on, you know, which one you viewed. Mm -hmm. You know, Vegeta gets to fight too or whatever. Yeah. And that, I felt like that was a good nod too. Because the last thing Frieza remembers is Vegeta's just like, yeah. he's not even on their level. Yeah. Right? And I think it's still bogus. I feel like... That he couldn't get that W. I feel like they should have let Vegeta yeah. blast yep. Frieza into oblivion. Yep. Like, that should have been Vegeta. It should have been Vegeta. There's a lot of things out. that should have been Vegeta. And here's the thing. They I, just, I, I always say that I feel like... Goku and Vegeta will always be rivals. Obviously, that's the that's the characters. But the reasons that neither one of them, and you can make an argument that Vegeta's stronger, you can make an argument that Goku's stronger. Mm -hmm. More people will take the latter decision. Um, but I feel like neither one of them is ever going to get too far of an edge on the other. Uh, Goku's got plot armor. Out wait, of this wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Simply because, just from like a lore perspective. Vegeta is a lot more 
uh, tactical of a fighter than Goku, but Goku is a lot smarter when it comes to his body. All right. Now, granted, when you think about Kaioken and stuff like that, you're like, I don't know, dude. Like, he, yeah. he really just be throwing his body out there. But remember back in the Cell Saga when he was like, I'm not going in the hyperbolic time chamber again. There's no point. Right. You know, obviously he knew Gohan was strong enough to do it. But even beyond that, he's like, oh, we're just going to torture our bodies. Vegeta was just like, oh, no, he was on a warpath. He's like, nah, bro, like, we need to get stronger. He wasn't thinking about none of that. He's a lot more technical on the fighting, like on the actual hand-to-hand stuff and coming up with new techniques on his own and stuff like that. Who? You said Vegeta? Vegeta. Big Bang Attack, uh, Final Flash. Uh, I guess Galaga was hit us. I don't know who made that up. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, but here's the thing with Vegeta. Like, because, like, I mean, Goku, Goku, if nothing else, is a fighting genius. Like, uh, no, I'm not taking oh, that yeah. away. I'm not taking yeah, that away. Yeah. But he also understands his body more than Vegeta does. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, because, like, <laughs> Because this is where I, I, and this is why I feel like Vegeta's getting uh, some growth is because Goku has had multiple masters, right? Um, yeah. Goku, I mean, from Roshi to, I mean, Grandpa Gohan, Roshi. Like, yeah, Goku's very forget te- about Grandpa Gohan. Yeah, he's very teachable and it's a King Kai, um, you know, so, and now, you know, he's up with uh, Whis and, and Beerus. And now Vegeta's getting that. But that's really Vegeta's first experience. It with like teachers other than being on planet Vegeta and knowing how to fight in the same way of fighting. Right. So, and now he's becoming more poised and learning how to become less stressed during fighting because Whis is like, you're always so tense, yep. you know, this, that, or the other. I think that's what I was trying to say. He's too tense and Goku's a little bit too loose. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think, I think when it comes to that, that's, yeah, that's, that's basically that. But, um, yeah, but all those developments have been super interesting. Well, cool. Uh, Jay, I think we had a pretty good discussion today. And, um, yeah, any any closing remarks or anything like that? <laughs> as you <laughs> as really. you attempt to take a bite of a saltine <laughs> cracker. That mic would have picked up all that, by the way. But, yeah, well, cool. Well, um, well that's, you know, that's pretty much what we have for today. Um, thank you for tuning in. And if you liked what you listened to today, have any remarks or anything to add please uh leave a like and comment below uh, as well and uh we'll catch you next time i'm ron and i'm jay and uh you have just tuned into another episode of boomshock ent all right peace <laughs>